Gives me memories of yesterday wow. afternoon. Gives me memories of yesterday afternoon. Good morning, everybody. This is the Bet Online Salute Detroit podcast. We got our girl, Candace Davis Price, and we got our man, the CEO, the founder, Ryan Dyrude. How are you guys doing this morning? Great. Great. In the afternoon on the East Coast. After just- good after you're right. Good afternoon. Let's say good afternoon, good morning, and good night. <laughs> our global our global audience. Our global audience. Because Jamal's How in many? London. Jamal's in London right now. So it's already Monday. So happy Monday, Jamal. <laughs> yeah. Candace, how many cups of coffee or how many cups of AG1 you already had? Since you're oh already noon That's over there. Question. I've only needed one eight ounce <laughs> of AG1 this morning. And oh. it was probably 12 ounces, but my husband, he got about maybe four to six out of there before me. Oh, so you got your husband on AG1 too. There you go. That's great. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to need a new supply because my, the knee, the nose tackle in my house is like, oh, that looks good. And then slowly the travel pack started disappearing and the mm-hmm. couch in the back and the refrigerator is getting lower. So, yeah. BP's rolling through it. That's He's good. I got you. So, we had the privilege and the opportunity to be in the end zone yesterday to watch the game. And I will say this if you looked on LA, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to get it out the way right now. If you looked on LAFB uh, Twitter yesterday, me and Ryan me and Ryan did a halftime report, and I pretty much trashed the defense. And the problem was, after you were looking nice at about the, it, uh, yeah, but you know, like the problem was after looking at, put it, this is the best way to put it. It's not rap pretty, but the package still works, right? So when I looked at the stats. Their third down, their third down conversion rate, San Jose third down conversion rate was 39, 38.5%. That's perfect. They went five for 13. That you can't complain, right? SC 62%. On offense, they need to get way better. They need to get way better. Can you please turn all your phones off? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> their offense, their offense could get better, right? And that's me being picky. They were 69% on offense on third down percentage. Championship teams need to get really, really good teams are in 80%, right? They convert every time. Like I said, the 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 picture of their defense did not look good, but when you look at the stats, it was a better right. They gave up seven in the third, seven in the seven in the fourth. They gave up 14 points in the second quarter. Um, it was the final score 28-56. I'm good with it because when you think of it, when you think about it, and I'm I'm just getting this out the way right now because just in case it comes back in, when you think about it. If Lincoln Riley is always set to score 40 plus. So if you keep the team that you're playing to 28 points, then four stops. That's four there, four stops. Somebody told me last year SC has to have four crucial stops. And where those four stops happens always is on a matter, and that's how they win the game. And that person was Ryan Dyrude. And that was one of the most important things. And that's once we got later in the season last year, we actually were looking for those four stops. And I can remember us telling text like this is one of those stops that we need, right? So uh, as long as you score 40 to 50 points a game, then 28 points isn't that bad. It just doesn't look good. And I think that we're spoiled and we're used to seeing very, very elite defenses, you know, that doesn't really give up big plays. And they give they gave up a lot of big plays. Um, they got They drove the ball down on their first drive. Not the first drive, maybe their second drive. It just didn't really look good. Look good to the fans, but numbers wise, it wasn't that bad. They gave up a lot of rushing yards, so they almost gave up two hundred rushing, and that could get you in trouble down the line if you want to win a national championship and compete as a national t- contender. But I think that's some stuff that they could fix up. I still have an issue schematically with the edge of their defense. They do not have an edge on their defense, and that that really really bothers me. Like scratches at my skin. So that's neither here nor there. Let's roll over to Ryan because Ryan was there, and I'm pretty sure Candace watched the game. But Ryan was there. We'll get your opinion, then we roll to Candace. Ryan, what do you think about yesterday? Yeah, I mean, you hit all the key points. I think you know it's it's week zero, week one, whatever you want to call it, and there's going to be some. Yeah, that was things. strange. Week zero. It took me a while to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, I know it's funny how they do that since only a handful of teams play. But you know, I think we knew there was going to be growing pains on defense when you have what eight new starters essentially. Correct. Um, and so you know, schematically or not, there was going to be some stuff they're going to have to work through. I thought overall, overall, the product was better. Uh, they gave up some big plays. I think you look at, you know, that touchdown, that incredible touchdown catch on the, what the right corner of the end zone 
uh, right before the half. That was, you know, th- th- that was just a perfectly thrown ball, perfect catch. You can't even defend that better. They could have done better on the previous play to not let them get down there. Um, but aside from that, Al, I feel like the the biggest issue was containing the quarterback and whether that's setting the edge, like you said, or, or, you know, not being gap sound in the middle. Um, but you know, Cordero, super talented guy. He's been there a while at San Jose state. They run a fun offense. I saw you guys did some, some fill breakdown, but half their big plays were him just, you know, breaking loose on, on third and longs or, or situations where he was able to escape the pocket and, and run it with his own legs. So I thought they contained running backs pretty good in the run game. It was more the quarterback getting outside that got them to that 198 rushing total. They had, ironically enough, 198 rushing, 198 passing, exactly the same amount on each side. So, um, we'll get in the offense in a minute, but I thought defense, you know, it's, it's not, it wasn't, everyone was expecting this to be like a shutout game and, you know, the dominant days of, of the old, you know, Oh, four, Oh five, you know, the see like a loaf of tupu type uh, performance <laughs> out there as, as a backer or whatnot. We're not there yet, but I, I personally saw some improvement. There's just, there's still a long way to go though. Yeah. So I don't think we'll ever be there though. I don't think we'll ever be there again, but no. I, mean, I don't won't ever be there again, period. Right. It's just a different game. I don't think we'll ever be there. I think I'll, I'll, I'll say this. When I played is if you give up 21 points, you'll lose. I think now it's if you give up 35, you lose. There's so much that's changed. You know what I mean? So because yeah. it's the way the offenses are and how much points they put up. Where are you going to go ahead, Candace? Yeah. So I got to jump into the offense. I'm sorry. You guys, the defense, the analyzing, the stats, you know, I'm a speed, speed girl. Zachariah Branch, Zachariah. Branch, Zachariah Branch, Quincy Watts, the head coach at USC, please go down there and get with that football coach about getting him to whatever level of track practice he can come in the spring. He was impressive. He was explosive. Um, And when we say it doesn't get back to those old days, there was a little remnants of that excitement and that explosion that I remember. Uh, The defense made it look easy, right? When you had the the Sean Cody's and the Frosty Ruckers and um, Cedric Ellis, it, it made it look easy. I don't break down defenses like you. That's not where my um, expertise lies. So I'll leave that with you. But I enjoyed watching um, even Caleb Williams when he most impressive, the level of composure he had, right? With a little fumble with the ball. I'm like, that's a championship quarterback, championship. So um, I enjoyed the offense. The defense, it was a bit disappointing, but I'll just be honest with you. Like, I was a college athlete. You don't come out looking for perfection. I know fans, what they want to see. I know fans are critical of coaches. I know fans are critical, but like you're knocking the, you're knocking the rust off. Guys have been in camp. The legs are flat. You're not supposed to be fresh, fresh right now. So I'll let you guys break that um, defense down and get all the, the likes or dislikes for it. But uh, Zachariah Branch sprinting all day. He's on my four by one. Candice, let me ask you this since you're, you're the track star. What's a, like, what's a really good, 100 meter time like at, at the uh, boys collegially they're running 10 the guys are running like 990 now 10 flat i'm about to say 10 flat okay. they're in the nines now in college so so he was asked in in the press conference afterwards what his 40 and and 100 time was he said his 40 he ran somewhat recently he ran a 438 that's impressive <laughs> And then his hundred, he hasn't run since he was a sophomore in high school, and he ran like a ten three as a sophomore in high school. Ten three oh, yeah, as a sophomore is crazy. He hasn't run it since. Ten three in California, you're talking about he's making it to the CF finals. Also, he's probably not training like an actual track athlete. He's doing X's yeah. and O's and all types of stuff. That is pure talent speed. Um, Tyreek Hill used to hold the state record in the hundred meters, actually in Georgia, and track is his first love. But he was he was impressive. Zach Rye Branch. Yeah. Oh, I like Roe. Bro, I thought coming in, sorry, I keep cutting you off. I thought coming in, I was like, all right, Zach Branch is going to be special. We saw him in the spring game. I didn't, you know, you never know how much freshmen are going to be used, especially with how deep the receiving core is. But I was like, all right, Zach Branch, this kid's special. He's going to be at least like a part of the offense. I did not think in week one, he would be arguably the best receiver already in the field. Doran Singer looked great. Rice had his touchdown. Taj Washington obviously had the big 75-yard touchdown. But Zach Branch, to me, was the best receiver on the field already week one, which is impressive. So two things. I'm going to give you guys two things about Zach Branch, right? I got I got multiple texts, multiple texts yesterday from multiple people saying Zach Branch looked like a former player that used to play at USC. I'm not going to give them that yet, but there is a, there's potential. Who there's potential. I don't want to say because you're going to get upset, but <laughs> he looks like they say he looks like I don't want to give him that yet. Right, it's been one game, but there's potential. I'm not going to take that away from him. Here's the second sure. thing. Here's the second thing. If I am 
and I was gonna say Lane Kiffin. I'm so sorry. If I'm Lincoln Riley, Lane Kiffin. So easy. If if I am Lincoln Riley, if I'm Lincoln Riley, I am using Zach Branch. You ready? I'm using Zach Branch, like the like Florida used um, Percy Harvin, and like uh, West Virginia used Steve Steve Slayton. Right. That's what that was receiver, right? Or C Slayton was uh yeah, C Slayton. Oh, West Virginia, that was uh no, the guy the Rams drafted. Yeah. You're talking about Tavon Austin. Yeah. Tavon Austin. I'm using yeah. Tavon using Zach Branch like Tavon Austin, C Slayton. Bunch of flies, sweet, bunch of bubbles. He's a receiver. He could be a running back at time. Kind of like how uh 49ers are using Debo Samuel. That needs to become Zach Branch. But Zach Branch doesn't need to run inside zone power stuff. Zach Branch needs to run out off the tackle stuff just to get to the edge. But he's going to be a multiple threat. And the stronger he gets, the faster he gets, the bigger he gets, they're going to have to change his number because his number might be retired if he keeps at this pace. And number one in the end zone is Ooh. not. Is Did not, he outshine Caleb Williams yesterday? He Did didn't out. No, no. Hold on. Stop. Don't go. Okay. <laughs> I say I'm, yes. I'm, I say yes. I, I I disagree. I disagree. So Logan Dalwell, no, it's not Marquise Lee. It's it's this dude that they were comparing Zach Branch to was way is way better than Marquise Lee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you talking about a Trojan? You're talking about a Trojan, right? They they compare Zach Branch to a former Trojan. Okay, like I know you're talking. you're talking about. I won't say it. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't want to give him that yet, but he has the potential to become that. Of course, yeah. One yeah. game. In. Yeah, yeah, everybody, multiple teams. But are we saying that that running back had a complimentary running back to make him that running back? Oh, we're not going to go down that road. We're talking about last night's game. <laughs> we're oh, talking about right. last night's game. Okay, anyway, okay. so um, I would use Zach Branch like Debo Samuel, right? Debo Samuel, uh, Tavon Austin, uh, Percy Arvin. That's what he is. He's going to get bigger. He's going to get faster. And he's going to be a Heisman Trophy candidate, no doubt. He was impressive last night. Like, I will say this. He, to me, in my opinion, he was runner-up to Caleb Williams. I will tell you this. My first time watching Caleb, I'm, and I'm a fanboy here, and I hate fanboying, but I've, I haven't seen this since I played at SC, right? <clears throat> I was at the Fresno State USC game my senior year of high school. And... I watched that game in person and I saw what Reggie Bush did when he threw his team on the back, on his back and won that game, right? Watching Caleb Williams just in a game like this, you see all the upside. I've never seen a quarterback that is that slippery. I've never seen a quarterback that has his eyes down the field the whole time while he's running. It wasn't a mistake by him winning the Heisman Trophy last year. And like I told Candace on I told Candace on on uh, when we did our podcast, if Caleb Williams is one percent better than he was last year, he's still better than the rest of college football. Just one percent better, he's still better than the rest of college football. You, I didn't even realize he threw four touchdowns yesterday, right? <laughs> like yeah. that's how good he is, and it's a it's a silent good. Like oh, typical yeah. day out the out the office, four touchdowns. It's just another Saturday. Just another Saturday. Like like watching that dude is great. Now. Watching that offense and watching how many weapons they have is going to be crazy. They have three running backs that are good. They have six, seven receivers. I don't understand. You Okay, so you can only travel, I think, 56 on Pac for Pac-12 games? 55. It's 55, right? I, I don't remember. It's been a while. But <clears throat> how are you going to be able to set your travel list? What receiver do you leave behind? Right, like, <laughs> like that—that's the issue that they have. USC, they have. USC has a good way to find a way around, you know, things like that. Right, but they—they're—they were—they were—they're really good on offense. They have multiple weapons on offense. That's what's going to make them dangerous, right? And now I'm at the point to where, as long as they don't get, as long as the defense doesn't give up over 35, we got a really good chance of being a very dominant team, right? It's not Alabama. We're not Georgia, and that's fine. I get it. We don't have to worry about Alabama and Georgia until the new year, until 2024. All we have ahead of us are these next 11 games that are on our schedule and the Pac-10 or Pac-12 Pac opponent that Pac we play. Pac 
<laughs> the pack four opponent that we pay <laughs> that we pay for. So those are the things that we always have to worry about. We don't have to worry about the playoff because we can't control that, right? So if we keep teams to 35 and that offense keeps doing what it does, I think this will be a pretty special season. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Candace. Oh, I mean, I I don't know Lincoln Riley too well, and I know Al's a real fanboy of uh, Riley, but I feel like he was giving you just a taste. I also felt like, what are they, we're six in the polls? So there wasn't anything that was like, that we didn't already know that we were going to see. I thought maybe we'd see more of Caleb, but I also feel like the leader that he is, he wanted to show those weapons and wanted to give them an opportunity to shine. So I don't know if it was a true competition about who could shine. And I think there's a lot of pressure on his back to, you know, do what hasn't been done, but one other time to win this Heisman. But I did like seeing that everyone was involved and there were multiple weapons. So if I am looking at game field coming against USC, I'm, I'm definitely a bit nervous. And I'm also thinking like looking at Riley and I don't know him like you know him, Al, but I'm getting to see like he's a strategic guy. He's playing chess. There's no way that was everything that Lincoln Riley had. And that is the scariest thing. Yeah. And I, Al, I love how I love how balanced they were in offense. Thirty-five <laughs> passes, thirty-four rushes. Um, you know, I've been saying all offseason. If, in my opinion, the only reason if Caleb Williams doesn't win Heisman again, stats are down. Not because he's not capable and good enough, but they might just spread the spread the wealth among all those all those all those players, and he just doesn't quite have the statistical stats that he had last year. But it won't be for lack of talent or or discipline or leadership or anything like that because he's. He's the best player in America. I mean, there's no question about it. It's just, he makes the game look so simple. And it's, you know, I've watched him live now for, you know, all of last season, every home game and, and the Pac-12 game. And But seeing what was cool about this game Saturday, Ali, yesterday was, you know, we were down field level. So you kind of see a different level. And it just, and granted, this is San Jose State. We're not talking about Utah. We're not talking about Oregon. We're not talking about Washington. So we're taking it with a grain of salt. But never was there like a fear that he couldn't get out of any situation. Like, I think they took that one sack, um, you know, which ended up leading to that punt, which led to their scoring before the half. So that was unfortunate. But outside of that, it's like, you know, he's going to escape the pocket. You know, he's going to, you know, make a play happen. You know, he's going to extend the play further, either with his legs or with his arms. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's an honor to watch him, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to put the icing on the cake and my brother disagrees with this, uh, he fumbles the ball all of a sudden picks the ball up, has the ha, knows to look downfield and throws a 92 yard touchdown. Like, <laughs> 92 yards? 92 yard touchdown. Throws a 92 yards. 75 yards. 75 yards. It was 70. Oh, the drive was 92 yards. The drive was 92, yeah. The drive okay, so it's 75 Not yards. Not taking anything away. But. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I, I want to address something here. Y'all want to see me work? So my man right here said, I hate the way that Grinch cam life i hate the way that grinch crashes down which sometimes takes out a three technique if our quarters bail we have no containment the linebackers don't get there in time all right so cam let me explain something to you let me explain what alex grinch does alex grinch uses the linebackers as what's called secondary contain so if you ever watch them you always see the linebackers chasing the quarterback because all they are, are hook curl players and you secondary contain i agree with you i don't like this method but the containment is not on the corners because they play kind of like a cover three so the corners are gone because they're on top of the routes the whole time so the containment is the secondary contain with the backers me if it was me i will set the edge with the defensive ends get the upfield show get to the upfield shoulder of the quarterback so your upfield shoulder is out so they could go back in so that's why it is the way it is it's not a lot of teams do it it's just the secondary contain doesn't always work because sometimes you are in coverage so that is how it works that's why and also he said hold on i'm sorry he said Newsflash, USC looks skinny out there after the D-line. Uh, you should go to look at Bear Alexander. That man's a monster. Well, after the D-line, <laughs> he said. After he the D-line. So everyone on the back end looks skinny out there. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it is what it yeah. is. That's how football Bear's is. Bear's a bear. Now. Yeah, that's how – that's that's you're saying that's a Bear Alexander. Defensively, though, Mason Cobb is good. Mason, I don't, I don't care what people say. Mason Cobb is really good. And Mason Cobb is 53 and a half, 53 and a half. Like – let him get settled in this defense. We're going to hear a lot of Mason Cobb. And that youngster, number 25, he's not bad either. He's, he looks like a rookie. He is a rookie. That's fine. But starting him was a great idea. Um, I, I was really impressed with Mason Cobb. And what's his name? Tresk, right? Tackett I was impressed. Curtis. Tackett. Tackett Curtis. I was impressed with him. Yeah. He's not bad. Only the, And so they put him in a bad situation with the secondary contain. He's not fast enough 
to, for most quarterbacks now. If this was old school football where he had secondary contain, where he's try, got to chase a painting Manning type or, or a Tom Brady type, he'll be a killer. But these quarterbacks can run now, and linebackers can't really catch quarterbacks now. So they need to start setting the edge and make them go up the middle. But that's that's neither here nor there. So I hear you breaking down, you know, you have a, a elite level breakdown of defense. Are there any concerns, though, that this doesn't pan out how it should? Because I hear you saying, like, you can see it from a coach's perspective, perspective, you see it from an athlete's perspective, and you're, you know, able to defend it as a podcast host. But I was concerned as a fan, not even as an athlete or someone that broke it down. Like, that just looked like there was so much exposure that I'm like, if I'm watching game film on USC, I know exactly what to do. And not to, let's just keep it real, San Jose State wasn't some poo team. And like you mentioned the other day when we did our show, there's a lot of guys I bet you on that roster that would have killed and died to be on a USC roster. And with right. that transfer portal and people like Zachariah Branch, they didn't make the cut. So they weren't shabby. That's a good point right there. They had a top five, top 15 defense. Well, they didn't look top 15 last night. They gave up 501 yards of 56 points. <laughs> That's why USC's so good. <laughs> right. So, um, all right. So, like I said, when I first started this, it's a great question, Candace. by the way, that is a great question. So like, yeah. So here's, here's how I'm gonna put it to you. Let's say your husband gave you a gift and he wrapped it in a grocery bag and a brown paper grocery bag. Right. And you're Sounds like, like my what husband's. Is, and you're like, you're like, what is, what is this? Um, what is this? You open it up and it's a 13 carat ring and you're like, Oh, wow. Like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Real diamonds, white gold, everything. $45,000 gift. But okay. he gave it to he gave it to you in a brown paper bag and you're like, "Uh." So I mean, but my husband is from 40 is from Crenshaw. So like that's not too far off of it, but I, I get where I get where we're going. I get where we're going. You should also have your husband tell you you cannot be from Crenshaw. You're from LA. I know he reminds me all the time and I tell him I'm from Ann Arbor the suburb. So when I see Crenshaw, Spencer James in South Crenshaw, it's a real thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. So so the 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 package that SC de- SC defense delivered last night was wrapped in a brown paper bag. They when we enough. opened it up, it was a one carat ring. Like I said, after looking at the numbers, I mean, they do need to fix their fi- fix their rushing, but most of the rushing was quarterback scramble, and that's a scheme thing, right? Stop using the linebackers as secondary contain. Use your defense in and make the quarterback step up, right? Even if you were to talk to your husband, say, is it better to use secondary contain with the linebackers, or is it better to make the quarterback step up? If you make the quarterback step up, the linebackers are already there. Use secondary contain. The problem is sometimes you have to catch, carry, and deliver. So if there's a route that comes across, you have to carry that route to the next backer. And then all of a sudden you see the quarterback contain. I might be off by two yards. I have to go and re and re go back and uh and contain the quarterback. Most times by that time he's already got three yards. So secondary contain is a safe play from keeping the quarterback from running down the field a thousand yards. I don't like that. Right. I'm all about <clears throat> getting sacks. So make the quarterback step up. My theory as a defensive coordinator is I want to put your offense in second and long. I want to put you in as many passing situations as possible because Loki, any any down and long situations, those are low percentage pass plays. Most of the time that's on second and long, you're uh, once you're in second and long, you're going to try to get some yards back. If you're in third and long, you're really you're you're chucking it. Right. You're not even going to try to get the first down. You're checking it. That's a low percentage play. I want to create as many low percentage plays as possible. Alex Grinch just wants to keep them from scoring a whole bunch of points. You know what I mean? And I think that's what the philosophy is, because Lincoln wasn't really upset yesterday. Like we were there. He wasn't really upset. And I don't. And this is me assuming I could only assume. Right. He didn't seem like he was upset, so it was more like, "Hey, like what happened?" Nothing. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I think now you know, but like you've seen upset head coaches at coordinators, so I think that just contain it. The defense is taught to contain it, and I could get it. Go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. No, I'll just I'll just to add on that in the presser. He definitely, I wouldn't say upset, but definitely was not satisfied. Like you could tell, he was like, "Not disappointed is not the right word," but basically was like, "We got a long way to go." So I, I think he definitely saw the. Both all three facets, you know, getting up that that onside kick late in the game on on special teams and and right. then the defense. I think there was some good thing. Basically, the the theme of the press conference was inconsistency. Like it was like we did some good things, we just didn't consistently put together. Defense had some really nice drives, some three and outs, 
and they gave up some really bad ones. Offense had some poor. So I think just, yeah, he definitely seemed uh, um, reserved, if you will, or, or you know, what was happy with the, basically he kept saying, we're happy we want to know, but we got a lot of work to do. Well, you I go ahead, Candace. When you say low percentage, I didn't, I don't think about that. And my husband always reminds me, he's like, there's no perfect play. You know, people are missing the gap. They're misreading this. There's no perfect. So I'm not looking for perfection, but I do think that is important to even say with your fans, like low percentage, you know, if you're playing, what team and knowing your audience, what play you're running because low percentage, that, that's important to remember, keeping that in perspective. So I appreciate that because that that was a good connection for me. I'm, I'm looking for the perfect play. I'm looking for perfect coverage. That's, that's not real, right? You're looking for low percentage. You want to put, you want to be in the best low percentage play as possible. Now, here's the deal. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. These dudes already broke down Nevada last week, right? Nevada's already broken down. Today, they're going to run the numbers. Low percentage for Nevada might be third and five. You get what I'm saying? High percentage might be third and seven. We don't know that. So put in Nevada in the third and five, and this is just an example, but put in Nevada in a third and five might be the best situation for the defense because they're able to stop it, right? Putting Nevada in third and seven might not be the best situation for the defense because of all the plays that they have. So there's a bunch of stuff that we don't know that's going on behind the scenes as numbers are in, but you want to put your defense in the best situation possible, right? So you you try to put them in those low percentage plays. I will say this yesterday about the defense. I did not see a lot of blitzes, which I understand. And I'll tell you, I understand why, because a lot of their blitzes are fire zones. And what a fire zone is in is that you're blitzing and you're running zone behind it. And that is so complex. And just on the base level, running a fire zone is, who am I replacing? Oh, the flat guy is leaving. So do I replace the flats or is there somebody else who replaces the flats? There's a lot of complexity to fire zone defenses. And I just don't think they're there yet. We will eventually see it, I'm sure. But I just think, you know, there's a there's a lot of complexity to it. But I'm not too worried about that because they're kind of got lucky and they got a preseason, right? They kind of get an NFL preseason. They get Nevada. They get Stanford, which is the last weekend. They're at USC, unfortunately. And then they start to get into the, the crux of things and start to get into a real schedule. But the the fact that <clears throat> Ryan said, and, and, and he addressed, there's a lot of inconsistencies. This was the measuring stick, right? And every time on game one, we even Pete said it to us, we're not there yet. We're not good enough. This is what we need to fix, right? We knew we were going to win. But this is what we need to fix, and this is what they're telling us that we need to fix. And we see what needs to be fixed. I think schematically, they need a set of edge on the defense. They're not going to do it. They're going to keep the secondary contained. I will like to be calling you in the booth next week to run some plays. (laughs) It'll take a long time. I need a whole count. (laughs) (laughs) I I I will say this, and I and I and and I and I stick by this. I, I stick by this. I will say this. They did not get better on the offensive line. And everybody's worried about Alex Grinch hurting them. I think the offensive line is going to be SC's kryptonite. You play a defensive line that doesn't care about the interlock SC on your chest, it's going to be trouble. I don't think they got him any better on the offensive line. And I and for that. I put on Lincoln Riley and that's that's really bad. I thought they would be able I thought they would understand that they weren't good enough on the offensive line last year. They've haven't gotten better on the offensive line and they need to get way better on the offensive line and their their main focus in the transfer portal and recruiting this next year needs to be the offensive line because they're not better at all on the offensive line. There's no reason why in the third quarter, Caleb Williams should be running for his life against San Jose State. And I'm not taking anything away from San Jose State. Those are Division One athletes. But SC's just a little better, right? And there's no reason why. There's no reason why he should be consistently running for his life. And I get Caleb holds the ball for, for a long time, right? But sometimes he didn't even get a chance to hold the ball. They're not better. They have not gotten better up front. They should have ran for 200 yards. They did not run for 200 yards, and that's because there's. it took them four attempts to score the ball in the red zone, and that's on the offensive line. If you can't score in the red zone, that's the offensive line. They brought in – they gave – um, who's my guy from South Carolina, Ryan? Number zero. Marshawn Lloyd. They gave Marshawn Lloyd two, two carries. They gave number 21 a carry, and they finally brought in Austin Jones, and he ran the ball in on fourth and goal. That's terrible as an offensive line. If you're within 10 and you're running the ball, you should score within two plays. 
they need to get better up front if they want to be a national competitor. I think I don't even think the defense is the worst part of SC. I think the front five is the worst part, and that's the part that they really need to fix really fast if they want to be as good as they really want to be. Look at the defensive guy getting fiery about the offense. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and I was going to ask you, I, I, you know, I, we lost power out here thanks to you guys sending Hillary to the East Coast. So it was real spotty with me, but I don't, that's something I don't check. And my husband, he's like, that's where the trenches, that's where it goes down, that's where the football game, that's where it happens. And to the, to the regular naked eye, we, we do not see that. We yep. see Zachariah Branch. But there is no Zachariah Branch if you don't have the right up front, and that's just what it is. So maybe, Caleb, you got to get out there and get real Tom Brady with your old line, making it happen. You will protect me. You will protect me. You will protect me. Yeah. What, I, what I'll add, like, uh, I agree with everything you said, Alfred. I think, uh, like the defense, I think the offensive line is a work in progress, too. You know, they were running a, a rotation, which is kind of rare in offensive line, like rotating eight, eight guys the whole game. And so you sometimes don't get that true consistency, having the same five. And center Justin Dietrich, we asked him that in, in the presser, and they pra- they practiced it all fall, practiced it all week, doing that rotation in, in real time. Um, but I think that's where you saw some inconsistency there is, you know, once they find their true starting five, which they need to do rather quickly, obviously, getting to the meat of the schedule, I think, we'll, I think we will see improvement. Um, now, that's just me assuming. We, we got to see it because, obviously, that is the most important part is keeping Caleb upright and giving an opportunity and getting this rushing game going. Because, um, yeah, I agree. I think that was on – behind the scenes that not everyone sees everyone sees the 28 points defense gives up but yeah the offensive line was probably a little more disappointing overall than than the defense was so but i think when they get that true starting five figured out i think we will see a big improvement because you remember last year same thing with the offensive line kind of started slow and as it went on it became a strength and all of a sudden it's like oh the offensive line is way better than everyone expected i think we'll see kind of a similar trend this year is like as the season progresses it'll get better yeah um and it sucks when you have your brother who went to the University of Oregon saying, oh, that's a sack. That's a sack when he plays Oregon. That's a sack when he played Oregon. Like, and my brother played uh, defensive line, so he's looking. He's looking. All D-line line. guys say a sack when you're 10 yards away. They say <laughs> sack. So he said, that's a sack. That's a sack. That, so that's definitely the thing. Um, overall, though, overall, though, it impressive game. I, I wasn't disappointed in the game. I think the crowd was great, believe it or not. The what crowd was great. Does anyone know what the attendance was? I didn't see it, so. Uh, it was like 67,000. It was like yeah. 67,000. That's not bad. Not bad. That's, yeah, and it, it only seats 85 now. 77. Oh, it, seats, uh, it, it seats 77 now. So, so for them to have 67. They Go removed um, Reggie Bush's, you know, thing from the, did that give them more seats or that's a whole other conversation? Less seats, less seats, because it used to sit 100. So oh, I thought it was like 95. Okay, so that's 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 not bad. That's not bad. The, so the main change was just on the where the press box is. They added a bunch of suites, so it's less just seats, ah. like suites up there. So the most right. of it is still the same. The peristyle is the same. The student section all wrap around. It's just the the side with the press box is less because it's it's only like one level now. Okay. Yeah. So I will, uh, and I will tell you this. So what is it? Nevada, Stanford, and then it's on the road. Uh. By the time, I think, by the time I say game. Colorado would be the first. Or Arizona State is the first road game. Arizona State, who do they play after Arizona State? Colorado. Colorado. The Colorado game is going to have everybody there. We need, to be, we need to be at the Colorado game because of Dion. Well, sorry. Sorry, Colorado's at Col- – so they, they got Nevada, Stanford, then they go on the road against Arizona State and Colorado, and then they're back home against Arizona. By the time they play Arizona, every seat will be filled there. It'll be the hottest ticket in town again. Again, again. It will be. Yeah, it'll be the hottest yeah. ticket in town again because right. because they'll be what? What's that? Five and zero. Oh? Five and zero. Oh. Yeah, they'll be five and zero. Oh. It's gonna be one hundred. I am. I'm. You know, I'm from the Midwest. USC fans can be pretty fair weather, so I'm really hoping what you're saying. Well, that's just LA. That's just LA in general. It's, it's yeah. just, <laughs> it's just LA because when when and I. It's I'm a Miami thinking, thing too. Is it because we didn't have uh, Michigan didn't play? Because the entire town shuts down. There's 115,000 people. 
probably at least 120. It's insane. So 67,000. Yeah. yeah, USC. I'm gonna need us. I'm gonna need us to come up, show up, show out. Don't jump on the the bandwagon at the end. No, it's seats 77,000. But you also got to remember, zero week people didn't even realize it was a game. But once it gets into <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, people didn't. They was like, oh, football started. Like they they didn't really advertise it, it very well. Oh, light bulb, my cousin, light bulb. He he looked it up. The attendance was sixty three thousand four hundred and eleven. Good okay, job, white Appreciate you. I don't want to even dig into that name too much, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, uh, yeah. So by the time they come back, that they'll be full seventy seven for sure. It'll be full seventy. And we gotta remember, there's nine. There's nine million people in L.A. County, right? Dang. There's nine million people in L.A. County. So even if the Rams. Just put it like this. If the Rams, Dodgers, Lakers, because those are the only teams that matter, and SC play all on the same day, there'll still be an influx of people doing other things. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, the 110, the 405 will let you know that real quick. Yeah, there's still there's still be an influx and a bunch of things. So that that's just that's I mean, at the end of the day, that's all that that's all that matters. So um <clears throat> it'll be it got loud. That's what I wanted to mention too. It, Kevin. It got loud. At one point, we needed a big third down stop, and it got loud. Like I was like, okay, like this is the Coliseum I know. The the issue that I have is the bell on third down is not loud. You remember when it's third down and they rang the bell? The bell's oh, yeah. not loud. That they it's just they just they just do it for a little bit, and that's it. The bell's not loud. The bell that we I don't know how we have to fix that. Like, do we need to get a campaign going? We need to talk to Jen Probably because did. that yeah. that bell that and people yeah Candace talk to your best friend Jen and get that going yeah again. talk to Jen that bell, ah, that you know bell I got time today I'm looking for a reason to get with her and, and <laughs> you're right it is it is spoiling the last time I was in the Coliseum so I, I covered Michigan football last year so it's been almost a year since I've been to the college and it was a little bit cricketish. it was a little bit cricketish. I rarely got on my scene too much and um, your boy. The, the wide receiver, Langdon. London Drake. Drake. Drake, Drake London, London. Drake London. Drake yeah. London. For his ACL in the end zone, and that's the last game I've been to in the Cali. I'm like, I ain't been here all season. It's the last uh, time. Oh, you're at that game? Maybe don't come I, back. Uh, I, I was like, oh, man. Uh, so it's maybe, been a while yeah. since I've been there. And, yes, the big house has been a bit spoiling. They get loud for, I think we got, they got Coastal Carolina coming up, and I'm sure it'll be, uh, it'll be packed. Well, just remember, well, though, just remember, because I, I agree. I mean, I've lived in L.A. now since 08, and I'm from Denver, Colorado. Like, I know how okay. football is everything in Denver, sports are everything in Denver. Um, L.A. has a stigma, like, everyone knows about it. I need to get into it. But also remember, you know, outside of what, that that 17 Rose Bowl, SC has been, like, a dumpster fire for a decade. Michigan's been, like, relevant for 20 years. They've been in contention every single year. So I think when SC gets back to this prominence that we've seen now starting last year, right. it's just going to build and it'll be back like the Pete days. And it's oh, just yeah, going to be every single week. Because when SC is good, I, I truly believe when SC is good, they can compete with the Lakers and Dodgers as like their town. Hands yeah. down. LA being their town. Hands down. Hands down. I, I, I've, been in, I've been in that situation before to where we were the pro team and we got a lot of, we got a lot of things that we should have not gotten because we a played lot the of, they, were, they were, they were. The now team. you're allowed to. <laughs> yeah, so it is what it is. But the bell needs to come back. Like Ryan, so you were you you first came here in 08. Did you go to a game in 08? Not in 08. Uh I can't remember my first game. I went to Long Beach State, but we would go to we would go to SC and, and that other school games because we didn't have a football team. So um, right. sometime in that 08 to to 13. Right. So I don't know if, after Pete left, but I know the bell was a big deal. And Absolutely. And the bell, when the bell rang on third down, the fans got going. See, he wants the bell back. Even little Bo <laughs> Row wants the bell back. We need the bell back. So I don't know how we, I, I don't know how we could bring Bo the bell Ro. back. No, I, but, I, I definitely, yeah, there, there were some electrifying moments from the game. And I see what you're saying. Like, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but that Trojan War era is, is imprinted on my mind. But this new era, you know, they only know stuff based off of YouTube and ESPN 30 for 30. So this era right here could be an opportunity to like kind of resurrect just a bit. It won't be the same. And I don't think it needs to be the same. It needs to be, you know, you're hearing me say this live. It needs to be Lincoln eras. It needs to be his era. I got, I got a 
I agree. I got a quick question for you. Um, and I'm not saying SC would ever do this, but you know how like, you know, Vatek has Enter the Sandman and like some of these other schools have these crazy like walkout song traditions. Yeah. Like, like how cool would it be when the Trojans are coming out of the, cause they play that like kind of cool video and then, and then they run out of the tunnel, but how cool would it be if they do like a true, like play it for a full like minute or two LA song, like to live in a die in LA, California 11, hey, those going, get the crowd going and then they run out. Like, I think that would be so hype oh, if they do yeah. that. So when I was there, it was the Eminem song, the, that was, that was yeah. like, they need to do an LA out. song. Yeah, you even if it's like Guns and Roses, you have Bloods and Crips in the parking lot on um, Martin Luther King. And <laughs> that ain't true. Don't listen. Don't listen to that girl. You could <laughs> you could play Live and Die in L.A. or you could play um um California knows how to party. But what's the name of that song? California Love, Doctor J. California California Love. Yeah, California. Oh, people lose their mind. You would. Yeah, you. Yeah. They, no, yeah. I agree. It's just here's the problem, Ryan. The problem is that all the traditional boosters are there's still some traditional boosters there. Oh, yeah. We yeah. just we just got to we just got to uh black socks. We just <laughs> got to black socks. When I was there, we had to wear white socks. Dwayne Jarrett wore black socks and he had to go see Mike Garrett. Like we just got to black socks. Like so like so it's, it's too soon for living live or die it, in la it's yeah it's soon. a little too soon for living die in la like we just got the coliseum renovated like like you know what i mean like we're, it, baby steps let's just take baby hey, steps. as, we as might, they I say like as they say in the great movie anchorman the times they are a changing so that's hey, I like that. we might even we might even get lucky get an alternate uniform one day all go with cardinal numbers look at that are all black with ooh, hey, bring go. the chrome helmet back bring the chrome helmet back no. <laughs> the crown helmet was bad look we don't want anything from the helton era anything else in the helton era could stay where it is and just oh, burn it yeah. candace yeah. might not be allowed to come to games because drake london got hurt when she went so we got to talk about that one i i <laughs> definitely felt a tad bit responsible i was like i haven't been to a game what the guess i'm maybe i go to maybe i go to the other school up in the pasadena i go visit there for a little bit kind of even <laughs> there you yeah, go yeah that's the last i mean i was in that end zone and i was like Okay, yeah. where's your things? It's time for me to go. Yeah, luckily yeah, didn't ruin his uh, prospects. Still the first receiver taken, wide receiver yeah. you. Yeah. Used to, be, you used to be tailback you, quarterback you. It's whatever you. When we're good, it doesn't matter. It's the you University want. of Southern California. Let's just <laughs> yep. say it. There it yeah. is. And just like I told Jamal, we have this chip on our shoulder just because we're better than you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, care I what you think. We're I won't go too deep in it, but I just believe our personnel, from admin to athletic, it should represent that we are an exclusive, exclusive group. What's yep, that? Definitely. Did you say that acceptance rate to Ryan, uh, Ryan to Long Beach colleges? I need to look at the percentage, but it's like top three in the nation. So if SC is nine point nine, it's it's less than that. She, she's stuck on this nine point nine. All right, Candice, you got any final thoughts after watching last night's game? Zachariah Branch, uh, walk yourself on over to that brand new building sitting right there across from Howard Jones, that three-tiered, it's beautiful sitting on the track. Quincy Watts, gold medalist at USC, would absolutely love to have a conversation about. He would love to have you on that four-by-one. Um, you know, when spring ball starts to die down, we need you for this track team. You are explosive. You are electric. I am looking forward to watching Zachariah Branch um, get to know the, the other weapons as well. But, you know, I'm all about the speed. So fight on from Ann Arbor with that. Go ahead, Ryan. What you got? Yeah, good to be 1-0. A lot to build on. Excited for practice this week to see uh, any improvements. And um, that offense is elite. Let's see if we can get the defense uh, buttoned up a little more. But, uh, yeah, great game. Good to be – I'm just – let's just say this. Just happy college football is back. That's the biggest thing. College football is back. The long summer is finally over, and uh, we get, you know, 11 to 12 straight weeks of, of football, which is great. Yep. Uh, uh, I want to thank Stone Brewing for putting us in those dope-ass suites yesterday. Yes. I thought Ryan would have thanked this, but I'll thank Stone <laughs> Brewing. For, for the, thank you. We have, we have the fight on Pell L, great beer. Um I think the measuring stick is not as long as people think it is. The it, it was it was a week zero game. I think one more week of practice they would have been a lot better. I don't think they're going to get worse if they stay healthy, but you can't coach the injuries, right? Uh, it's just one of those things. Like I think there's a lot of potential people you need to watch for: Zachariah Branch, Austin Jones. We already know Caleb Williams. 
You need to watch out for Mason Cobb. You also need to watch out for Muhammad. He's not bad either. Um, there's oh, the safeties are going to be a. I can't guess. The safeties are going to be dangerous. The safeties are going to be really good. Number seven, I really like number seven. What's number seven name, Ryan? I Caleb, Bullock. Caleb Bullock. And four is um, Max Williams. Max Williams. Max Williams is only a, a sophomore, right? Or he's gonna be, he's a junior uh, this year. I think so. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't matter. Max Williams and Caleb Bullock are really good, and they should be on the Thorpe list. I think Caleb is on. The, I mean, uh, Caleb's on the Thorpe list, right? He's on the Thorpe watch list, right? He was. Kalen, on yeah, I think. Yeah, Kalen, I think so. Yeah. They're good. And, you got, Ma- and we haven't even mentioned Zion Branch. He's gonna he's gonna get in the rotation. I mean, he's gonna get right. in there. Bear Alexander is a man in the middle. Like it's like he's a man in the middle. Like this, this don't. It's week one. And I, I get to be hard because I went there. You guys don't get to be hard. Just like when I I, I parked, I parked, I parked, I parked at Trey Tech. I parked at Trey Tech. So I just took the train over. This dude was like, they're going to have to get a lot bigger to play in the Big Ten. I said, when was the last time a Big Ten team beat USC? He was like, uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, there's a, a there's a Pac-12 Big Ten. Uh, there's a Pac-12 Big Ten, uh, like, commitment for the Rose Bowl. When was the last time it really happened? He was like, it was like 1989. And I've been trying to get this. My grandpa has a sweatshirt like framed in plexiglass because he's a like, right. Oh. Like, so yeah, like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, the, uh, there's a lot. Also, also, there's a rule where freshmen get four games before they can redshirt now, right? So they had um, the freshman in. Who is the freshman? Uh, what, what side of the ball? Offense from Los Al. We were talking about him. Oh, Malachi Nelson. Malachi Nelson. Yeah. Malachi yeah. Nelson's probably going to redshirt. He threw a pass yesterday into the dirt. Everybody got upset. I had to defend him like he's 18 years old. This time last year, he was playing high Coming school. Coming off his of surgery. Coming off his of yeah, surgery. In like, spring. Come on, guys. Like, relax. There's a lot of. Fr- the fact that you see a lot of these freshmen out there on blowout games, they're not even going to play. They're going to redshirt. He's a freshman. I understand. But he's a. Okay, look. Okay, put it like this. The third quarter freshmen, the third and fourth quarter freshmen are different from the the second half freshmen are different from the first half freshmen, right? Absolutely. The second half freshmen were still pretty good. They only gave up one touchdown. There was a bunch of scrubs in on defense. That's what people don't understand. And Ryan, actually, Ryan pointed out to me. I was like, damn, they gave up another. He was like, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of subs in. And then when you looked at the numbers, I'm like, freshman, freshman, sophomore, redshirt freshman. SC is really, really good, and they're going to be they're really, really good for them. Yeah, they're going. They have all eighty-five guys on scholarship. They are going to be really good for a really long time. Just give it some time. People forget. This is also what people forget. Two years ago, SC won four games. Last year, Back. SC won twelve Back. games. Back. Right? Back. They are way ahead of schedule. Absolutely. This is supposed to be the first competitive year. They weren't supposed to be that competitive last year. This is supposed to be the first competitive year. They're way ahead of schedule. We're talking national championship or bust. I don't think that we are even there yet. Unfortunately, we're going to lose Caleb Williams. But guess what? We got somebody named Miller Moss that's just as good and can run faster than Caleb Williams, believe it or not. So we're not too much worried about Caleb going to be the first overall pick because we got number I wouldn't seven. say just as good, but but yes, talented uh, still. <laughs> I, Miller Moss is Miller Moss is going to be good. He's not. Oh, he's no slouch. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to no be. He. I'll put it like this: It's going to be a different style from Caleb Williams. That's the thing. So it's not going to be just like Caleb Williams. Miller Moss is going to be more of a pocket presence, and when he scrambles, he's going to get big scrambles that can lead to touchdowns. Yeah, it'll be like going from. Person. It'll be like like going from Matt Liner to John David Booty. A lot of talent, but just not Mm-mm. the same level. No, it'll be like going from Carson to Matt. It'll be like going from Carson and Matt. Don't do that to Miller. Miller Moss is going to be good. John David Booty was great. John David Booty's like it's the most underrated SC quarterback of all time. It's going from all right. Well, I'm I'm saying next. It's going from Carson. It's going from Carson to Matt. Can we do that at least? I mean, that'd be great if that's the case. I haven't seen him say that. I mean, I haven't seen what we've seen fifty total passes. So I, I don't know if I can say that, but. <laughs> It'll, it'll, be, it'll be all right. But like I said, we're ahead of schedule. So we're, we'll be okay. We're good. Definitely. So no panic. It might be they, – they, they might give up 28 points next week against Nevada. But it's okay. Let's look at the numbers. I'm not going to judge the defense next week until I look at the numbers. I will keep that promise to you. 
So well, you definitely. see the numbers, and I'm going to look at the fans' eye because you. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. I'm like, wait, what? Huh? You don't got to be a numbers uh, elite defensive back, secondary coach to be like that. Didn't something's missing? So I'll be the perspective. You break it down. Okay. Ryan will fact check your stats because he's got that damn. Got that. Wait, wait until we do a podcast with Jamal and Jamal starts rolling out stats. You're like, God dang, Jamal. You're like, hold on, let me check this. <laughs> <laughs> this Logan Dolo does not like Bear. He could. I, I will volunteer you to go block him, Logan, since you don't like Bear so much because Bear is a very good one technique. I watched it with my own eyes. That's what a one technique is. It's not about sex at one technique. It's about getting the quarterback to scramble. But if you want to talk ball, we could talk ball. Anyway, I'm sorry. He's just throwing a lot of stuff over there that's just – anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Hey, good news for you guys. We're on twice a week. Salute to is on twice a week. Uh, we'll be Monday and Thursday, but when will it be out? Will it be out Tuesday and Friday, Ryan? Most likely. Depending Most on likely. That. So we'll be out Tuesday. We'll be out Tuesday and Friday. Uh, but – you get to catch your you get to catch your girl Candace. Get to now Ryan Dyroo's on the on the podcast every now and then. We'll get Jamal. You guys will love the Madman. But it's been great. I enjoyed it. Hey, just the season has started. We're just getting rolling. Candace, don't worry. We're okay. You got a lot of concern on your face. Don't I worry, do, Candace. We'll be thought, okay. So Ryan, I don't know if you know, I'm co- um, I'm helping coach out the number 25 speed team in the country, number one in Michigan, back-to-back state champions. They say that we have the best quarterback. His name is Bryce Underwood. He's mm-hmm. got a nice offensive lineman who's about 6'5", definitely tipping over 330, big boy. His name is Mo. I'm going to send you his stats. He could definitely protect our quarterback. Yeah. Um, I just came to Ryan, so it, it came to mind. Get, he, get he, Coach he, Riley he, on speed dial. Get Coach Riley on speed dial. I've been out here once or twice to check out Bryce. uh, And I told Al the other day, Penn State dropped the helicopter on the football field. So Riley is definitely a fan of Bryce. And maybe we can make him a fan of Mo to protect our future quarterback. Well, well, you know what they say? What they say in the field of dreams, if you build it, they will come. If you build it, there come. definitely. Hey, it's been a pleasure, guys. You guys enjoy. Ryan, you enjoy the rest of the morning. Candace, you enjoy the rest of your afternoon. I like you guys. Uh, it's been great. You know how it goes. Oh, this has been the Bet Online Salute Detroit live podcast recapping the game from Saturday. We'll see you guys next week. Let you know how it goes. Live free, fight on. Thanks.